create with Fran Sydney. Winter, cold weather, you know, bad vibes, and then the good vibes of Christmas. But before that, we're all very busy. We finish our holidays, we're talking about work. And we want to be super productive so we can have some fun maybe in December and relax a little bit in the middle of December. And that's amazing. But you know what? I found out by talking to a lot of people in business, they were actually frantically running around and, and trying to get things done and feeling like their mindset isn't quite right or they're not quite focused or they're doubting everything. Did I choose the wrong thing? And, and they're not quite sure about anything and they're getting super stressed. And I thought... You know, it isn't just me here. You know, we are always kind of worried about something. So I thought I would invite to the show an amazing psychologist, a board certified, as we say in the States, right? Clinical psychologist and certified master mindset coach in NLP. And her name is, she goes by Dr. Nina, but it's Nina Jefferson. And uh, you are coming from which state are you in? Georgia. Georgia. Right. So welcome to the show, Dr. Nina. Thank you. You probably hear the little Southern swing. So yeah, I'm coming from the South. <laughs> yeah, we love that. I'm going to have to learn a few accents here. So welcome to the show. And anyone that wants to know how being a professional, especially to overcome certain things that come, especially when you're working for, for yourself, you know, also CEOs, etc. I hear that Dr. Nina has 20 years experience treating patients. So I want to see, first of all, what are the common problems that you see in men and women who are working and, and trying to get from A to B? From entrepreneurs or working in general, I would say, well, actually the same. It would be doubt is one of the big issues there, right? Um, imposter syndrome is a huge one in the entrepreneur game. You have this calling, but you're not quite sure. Like you, you're questioning yourself, even though you have the expertise and fear of failure. That's a big one that sometimes stops people from even starting what they should be doing. I don't. I would like to um, stop my nine to five job. I hate it. I hear lots of teachers, nurses, they're like, I'm just working for nothing. You know, I'm not paid. I'm not, you know, I'm just so tired and I'm so exhausted that I thought their profession was different. They want to change and they have no confidence to do it. Why? Why don't we have that confidence? Yeah. Well, if, I'm, if it's okay, I'm going to just kind of jump into some stuff. So you have doubt and you have comfort. Right. So, um, you know, today I know I'm focused on doubt for the most part, but it's also comfort, right? Like there's the fear of the unknown. There's the fear of what's on the other side of that. Is the grass greener? I'm not sure. Right. So there's comfort with what you know. Um, but a big part of that is doubt, doubt in yourself of your ability to make that thing happen and make that a reality. So it just keeps you in where you are. Right. Doubt is basically hesitancy or lack of certainty into something. Right. So that unknown piece. And that's what keeps people where they are um, a lot of the times. And doubt can look really tricky, right? It, it can look a lot of ways. So I'll give, I'll give this example of what I tell people. So you think about like you go, you're dealing with these symptoms, right? You have like, um, you're, you're urinating a lot. You're thirsty all the time. You're, you're extremely tired. Um, you're having these symptoms that don't make sense, right? 
and you're trying to treat them right you're managing that so you're drinking more water you're trying to get more rest you're trying to get more sleep you're trying to treat the symptoms and it's just not getting better it's getting worse right you keep trying to treat the surface level symptom you eventually go to the doctor or you consult right about these things keep plaguing me and then the doctor says and i reject this for you france but the doctor says like you have diabetes right it's like oh so there's a there's a deeper issue to what is actually going on than the surface level thing. Now that you know what the actual root of it is, you can work on that, right? You can work on the diabetes. Now we know what to do. We know that we can do diet and exercise and hopefully you don't have to get on insulin and all these other things, right? But now we know how to effectively manage it because we now we know we're managing like our sugar and all this other stuff, not just these symptoms. Well, doubt, mindset, all that, it's very similar. Entrepreneurs are walking around with a lot of symptoms, right? Fear of failure, imposter syndrome, scared of the scarcity, right? That scarcity mindset of the finances going up and down and the comfort, right? Um, and all of those things, right? And they show up in your business, right? And these are surface level symptoms, but you want to get to the root of those things. And a lot of the time, doubt is just a manifestation of those symptoms. So yeah, um, being able to look at the deeper level will get you a little bit further. That's what I want to talk about today. If I can kind of jump into a story, uh, if that's okay, um, to give some examples of how this really looks. So I'm going to call her Lady J. Let's call her Lady J. <laughs> uh, I worked with Lady J. Um, so what partially what I do, I'm a psychologist, but I own a mindset coaching business, right? So I do transformational coaching and I work heavily with entrepreneurs, um, is one of my programs. And then I do like individual breakthrough immersions. So I was working with um, this entrepreneur, we're gonna call her Lady J. And she came in, of course, she didn't come in saying I'm doubting myself, right? But she came in, her her niche is about wellness. We'll kind of keep it broad. She's a um, entrepreneur in the wellness industry. And so image matters a lot for her. And um, the image that she portrays. Now, even though she had like 10 years experience, and so she's considered an expert in this field, she definitely was struggling with the imposter syndrome. Um, she had went through some medical issues, and so her body image changed a bit, right? So in her mind, she did not have the image of what a someone in wellness should look like. Therefore, the doubt started sprouting within her to the point what she came in with me about was, I'm procrastinating. I'm avoiding going out networking. I'm uh, kind of not taking on opportunities because there was this, this fear of how she was seen, right? This doubt about uh, people seeing her for um, being an expert based on like her image had changed slightly, right? To the point she was making excuses of I'm busy with other things so that I don't have to say I'm avoiding doing the things that I need. And it was actually starting to cost her money, right? She's missing opportunities. She's not engaging. So she got to this point, even though she's doing pretty well in her business, she was getting stagnant. She's getting very stagnant. Um, and then she had a, a deeper symptom of um, perfectionism, right? Feeling like she had to look and be a certain way all the time for people in her image, in her branding of her business, right? All these things are doubt. All these things are doubt. Um, that came up for her in some way, shape, form, or fashion, right? It's a symptom, kind of like the diabetes example. And so um, I worked with her in the entrepreneur program and we worked on like her limiting beliefs, 
around her image, but more about her perspective of how she saw wellness is what we really had to work on and get her back in alignment with what that really means for her in a healthy way. Um, so we worked on a lot of limiting beliefs around some of her doubts and her identity. We reprogrammed some of that stuff. And we really worked on getting her in alignment where she was very authentic, right? With like the inner being matching the outer being of her, right? Being comfortable with who you are, wherever you go and taking that perfectionist kind of cloth off of herself. Um, and then we started working on building habits too, right? Getting her back in the networking and all of that. So it's a three month program, but she started networking live events again. She got way more confident in herself and really just accepting where she was in her journey. Right. To the point that's now a new niche for her, like people that have medical issues. It's like actually a niche that she's embraced and our momentum began to build. And of course, she got more sales and more clients after she started moving again. But that comes up in doubt. Right. So those those struggles that we have as entrepreneurs a lot of the time, I don't think uh, I don't think entrepreneurs see them as an internal thing. Right. It's more just a symptom of something that's happening. It's another fire that you need to put out. But a lot of the times we have to take a closer look, right? And see how how is that showing up in my business and is that a reflection of me, right? If you master yourself, then you'll master your business. And if you're not mastering yourself, it's going to show up in your business. It's gonna show up in your life, but it's definitely gonna show up in your business. Right. So that's one one of those examples. Um I have another one just so it can kind of hit home. We'll, we'll go with Mike. I'll call him Mike. Mike had a full team. He had a full team. And so he was doing pretty well, actually, in the business when he when he came to me. But what was happening was like that feast or famine that happens with entrepreneurs. It's like, we're doing really good. And then it's like, crickets, uh, where's the money? Like, you know, the clients are slowing down, the sales are slowing down. And that happens in entrepreneurship sometimes, right? So there was this... Um, struggle with scalability and consistency in the business. And so uh, he really had a fear of failure. It's just flat out. And he could admit that he had a fear that his business was only going to kind of be what it is. And he wanted to go definitely go further than that. Um, this person was in the, I'm a real estate investor as well. So he's like in the real estate industry. I'll say I work with people in that industry as well. Um, and one of the main issues for him was fear of failure, but also control issues. And the control was coming from doubt. The control was coming from doubt. Right? It was like um, not being able to relinquish control to, control to his team. Therefore, it's like, I got to do it all because I, I don't know if everyone else can do it to that the level, not, not really trusting your team. So doubt doesn't always have to be internal, right? We could kind of have that those issues we have with control that you can't uh, relinquish it and it can show up external on other people and in mm. our team um, to the point there was like a perpetuating kind of thing where he felt lonely but he was creating the loneliness because he had so much control in the business and it was causing communication problems and a lack of support in his team so he started not having confidence because his team wasn't performing in the way right and not thinking he was a good leader some of his stuff was skill but a lot of his stuff was doubt right because as the roller coaster of those problems manifested, he began to get more and more doubtful, right? That his team really wasn't there for him. He wasn't gonna really progress and go any further, uh, further than that. So for him, we had to work on communication skills <laughs> a little bit, right, in, in his leadership. But we had to really get into like the doubts around um, 
control and relinquishing control and that everything doesn't have to be perfect and trusting your team and issues around trust and and the doubt issues that come from trust. (laughs) Um, So like the word doubt is general, but it can go so deep. You can see it in so many ways, right? Within your business, if you really take a closer look. Um, And so for him, it was more about let's, let's put some practical game plan in place with your business to help you with the longevity of that to help you with the confidence, right? To give you that confidence that you need um, and let's work around this issue with control and, and the doubt you have in your team, but more importantly, the doubt that you have in yourself because it was more like, um, are they trained up well enough, which that falls on leadership of did you instill enough for your team to do what they need to do and thrive on their own, right? Do you doubt yourself and your abilities to have led your team in that way? So we really had to work on um, the root of that. And we did three month program and we got to the heart of that. Um, and now like the delegation is more split out and this person can focus on the generate, like the income generating activities and not all the other stuff, right? That he didn't really want to do in the first place. And now sales are booming because now he's doing what he's good at and he's trusting his team to do the rest, right? So that doubt has kind of gotten silenced. That makes a huge difference because, yeah, of course, this happens a lot uh, in, you know, the CEO periods and, you know, you're there and you're like doing it all, can't delegate, don't trust anyone. And then you become like disillusioned. Is that what I wanted? And I'm earning all this money, but I don't feel fulfilled because you forgot. And sometimes it's really having the team behind you so you can do what you love and they do all the other stuff, you know, the sales and marketing, whatever, but you're doing whatever every product creation, for example, there are lots of people, lots of stories I read this week about these incredible creators. But once they started to scale, they got stuck because they did not have a time to produce yeah. good ideas anymore because we were dealing with the accountancy and the marketing and the sales and managing people. They just couldn't yeah. do it. They are drying up. Yeah, because now they're stepping out like they're visionaries. Visionaries create and they have the ideas. And if they're stuck in the day-to-day task, that's really, yeah. So you have to do the part that you're called to do. Yeah. I agree 100%. 100%. Yeah. And also, it not that important to understand just because a person is your the boss of the boss of your boss, so they're very high up, um, maybe they look like a very successful person, but sometimes deep inside they have this doubt, depression, anxiety, worries, nightmares, even addictions, and they're dealing with them. And they, especially men, women tend to talk more, right? But they need to get these feelings out and and allow this stuff to come out. And um, I remember having a a little chat this week because I had um, another psychologist reaching out to me and he wanted to, um, he has a book that is coming out soon and his name is um, Ardeshir Mehran, he's um, Iranian Persian. And he was on top of his game years ago, you know, 20 years and researcher, accolades, successful, but he was suffering from mm-hmm. depression. And he was like, wow, I'm a psychoanalyst. I help people and I have depression. So he started to really talk to himself, listen to himself and analyzing what's going on and, and shredding all these beliefs, you know, that we build and what, what should I do here? But really taking the time to analyze it. And now he's come out with his own process, his own protocol to help people, especially male, especially business entrepreneurs, 
to clear this backlog and to finally do what you are trying to do to be yourself you know it's, it's so important oh what happens what happens when you cannot be yourself when you are stuck with all this clinical stuff say that again when you're stuck with clinical stuff yeah when you are like for example let, let's say that you are a creative an engineer uh, or musician whatever and then instead you are stuck taking care of the tax the marketing the sales the people and you can't do it how does it feel inside? Can we put this into words? Oh, that's a good one. I would say you're out of ecology, right? So um, mm. ecology is basically like when your inner being doesn't match your outer being, right? So if I'm like a mm. artist, I'm a creative person at heart in the in my inner being, but on the outer external, I have to do all the tech and all the admin work and all the like the stuff you don't even want to do. You're out of ecology, right? You're 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 out of alignment. That's actually my business is called yeah. Path to Alignment for that reason. Like, let's get in alignment with the things that matter to you. <laughs> um, and when you when you get out of yeah. alignment too much and there's no balance, um, then you're not fulfilled, right? There is an emptiness and you're yeah. not going to be happy. So, I don't know if there's balance as far as like a 50-50 balance kind of thing, but you want to make sure you're prioritizing. Sometimes when you're a solopreneur, you have to do those things, at least for a period of time until you make enough where you can outsource a little bit, right? So sometimes there's a stage and there's a period mm. in your business where that's necessary, but you also want to make sure you're carving out the time to do the things that bring you joy, right? That bring you life um, and that you don't lose sight of that. So it's all about prioritizing and balancing, I would say. So I would guess, I would say, friends, the key, the key is don't get stuck don't get stuck right like if you feel yourself being stuck you're, you're probably engaged too much in the things that are out of ecology for you in the first place yes that makes a lot of sense doesn't it and i always wonder if perhaps when you have a boss that is constantly shouting and putting people down it's because he's very unhappy with what's yeah. going on in his personal emotional life he's not in alignment he's not happy he's not fulfilled and Maybe he's the one. Do you do you find that women find it more easy? I wouldn't say more easy because it's grammatically incorrect. More kind of natural to share, maybe with a friend, have a feeling. Or in higher spheres, they still tend to be quite close and they will just not talk about it until they crash. What do you think? I believe like higher achieving, the higher achieving you are, the less you talk a lot of the time. Like so high power women or um you know women in those kind of roles feel like that's a vulnerability a lot of the time that it's really not a safe space to disclose or that there's a stereotype to that as well right women aren't in as many of those positions as much so i find like in the years i've had um a lot of women in that are very successful struggle with very similar to men they're very internalized um and not exploring those things and it even takes time for them to come out and do it in, in coaching or even in therapy. So I agree with your mm. latter. I think they keep as well, yeah. 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 So just to give a glimpse to a person that may be considering seeing a coach, seeing a, a psychologist or hypnotherapist or whatever, what, what would a person do with you in a program to achieve this alignment and to feel like they're actually reaching what their purpose was? Okay. Um, I'm going to get to that. I, wa I want to make sure I close the loop on this doubt. <laughs> I know we talking Absolutely. About so let me close the loop on the doubt. So I do want to give a couple yes, of yes. tips, right, about 
how do you manage your doubt, right? Um, and doubt, like you said, France, it can come from mental health issues too, right? It can come from a deeper level of like anxiety or depression, things like that. Um, and that that can definitely be the root. And it could just be a lot of stress and in the, in the things and the examples that I gave as well. So um, the first step I would say is to recognize and acknowledge um, your thought life, right? That's the first place. You can't change something you're not aware of that's happening in the first place. Um, and a very practical way to do this is something I actually assign to my, my coaching clients is to do a, a thought check, like a, a, a thought thermometer is what I call it. Like every day we kind of have something from zero to a hundred. Um, and you kind of just check like how stressed are you today, right? From zero to a hundred. And if it's above a 50, there's probably something going on <laughs> um, with you. And then ask like, so what have my thoughts been occupied with? right? Is it more negative, positive, or objective? Um, and if you find you're more on the like negative or unhelpful, unresourceful state of being, of thought life, then that's something to be aware of. And if you check this every day, you'll start being aware that we have a lot more negative thoughts than we realize, <laughs> a lot more limiting beliefs than we think. Um, and then you can catch the pattern of that so that you can actually start working on those thoughts. That would be the first thing, like be aware. Um, and to be aware, check it. I always tell people, check it morning, noon, and night, right? You'll start getting an idea um, just for to build a mental habit. You'll get the idea of what your thought life really is occupied with. Um, and what I find with a lot of business people, there is a lot of doubt, second-guessing themselves, um, questioning. Um, those. All that's under a limiting belief somewhere under doubt, the doubt umbrella. That would be the first thing. Um, that I would do. And then once you've kind of identified that, the next step would be immediately start taking action steps um, towards the goal that you have, whatever that is. Just the very next step, right? It doesn't have to be the end goal of, oh, I want to accomplish this big thing. Just the, what is the very next step that needs to happen? Because once you start getting momentum that you're creating success towards the goals, you build confidence and confidence silence doubt. Right. And you just got to take it a step at a time. And that helps with not being so overwhelmed. Right. So you want to recognize it, do your thought, you know, check your thoughts and then start taking steps towards it to do something about it. Um, then you want to visualize your success, too. There's a lot of research on that. Right. And I've heard some of your podcasts. They're amazing. And you've talked about, you know, you've had a visualization type of conversations before. You want to make sure you see the end goal of what you want. Right. So that thing that you're doubting, um, more importantly, align with your purpose and your why. Right. Like, why are you even doing this business or why are you in this industry? What's your why? What's your calling? Um, so you want that anchored in your visualization and then have as many details. What would you see, feel here, you know, in that visualization and really immerse yourself in like, I can get there. You know, I can do this kind of thing. So um, and practice that regularly so that your unconscious mind can actually download that and start believing what you're seeing, right? Anchor that. And you already have the small steps that you'll start taking, right? And then lastly, get an accountability partner or a mentor, right? Because in this uh, iron sharpens iron and just just having a conversation with like another entrepreneur or someone in, their, in your industry that's doing it, it's like, you kind of get fired up, a little pumped up, like, okay, like I got it. I'm going to go to the next step. There's encouragement because they understand and they, they've done it. 
and they're doing it. So the, they have the same pain points, the same struggles, um, or you get you get admiration because they've made it through whatever you're going through. So you need that. You need to be reminded. Those things help doubt immensely. If you just do those four things, <laughs> um, you'll be moving right on into confidence really, really soon. That's incredible. You know what? I think that a lot of people imagine that this has to be a really treacherous protocol and very difficult, but it really is something basic that we forgot to do. And the number one step is really to check what you're thinking the whole day. And I have people around me, I won't make names, and, and they sometimes will go like, oh, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to fail. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to fail. Well, if you start like that, you fail. are picturing that in your mind your mind will make sure it will realize because, you know, the brain works with electrical, um, how do you say, connections and messages. Exactly. And, and they go and the brain cannot really tell the difference between a real thing or imaginary thing, a dream, a movie, a song. We can cry watching a movie. It's, these are just pixels. They're pixels. We are, we are crying, oh my gosh, why did she die? We are very involved emotionally. And so... We can feel the joy and the happiness just watching something, you know, that's why people go and watch movies. <laughs> they want to feel great. And isn't that incredible that we allow society to, to give us all this negativity, like just read the news and all this negative stuff all the time. And we don't realize the huge effect it has on us. And when we are trying to do something positive, if you keep reading certain stuff, you're going to think I'm never going to make it. So it's important to really put in check and you know and realize oh i actually have a steering wheel here and i can <laughs> i can take my direction here so is that how your protocol works so you you have these four steps and then do you also use other techniques you use nlp obviously Definitely. so yeah lots of word power yeah yeah the, these steps are just for doubt like my program is way more in detail than than this of course but of course. these are just for like work on doubt get down under control yeah um, my pro I have two main programs but uh, this was focused on entrepreneurs so I have a, a three um, month like a 12-week program focused on entrepreneurs I call it mind your business it's focused on the mind you know um, and it's it's basically like each quarter of that is layering to build skills so a heavy part of that of course is on uh, the entrepreneurial mindset things very very tailored to entrepreneurs and what what we need around that so some of the things I've talked about like fear of failure imposter syndrome and these kind of things um, and really working through some of the things entrepreneurs face and reprogramming the, the mind right or reframing the mind um, to see those things differently and embrace those differently so that you once you get to the root right and you pluck that then you won't keep seeing that manifest so that's one part the, uh, another part is really heavy on habits and building entrepreneurial habits right so making sure we're shaping you towards success um toward the things that you need to be doing to hit the goals you need in your business both mental habits and actual physical habits that you need to do in your in your business um and then like the third leg of that would be more wellness just wellness right as you said there's things like depression and anxiety that can come up that can really um, be at the root of a lot of the worry and the doubts and the problems that could cause issue. Um, there's communication problems, all kinds of stuff. So if you don't have basic wellness, self-care, you're going to burn out quicker than you started that business. 
um, kind of thing. And so we make sure that you, your well doesn't run dry and you're optimizing yourself so that you can optimize your business at all times. So we layer those um, and it's very, very heavy in accountability around that. Like I, I'm right there with my client. Uh, you know, we do reflective assignments. I want, I get feedback. It's very interactive. Um, so that's kind of the, the three main things that entails that program. And then I have a VIP one-on-one kind of program, but getting to the root of whatever's holding that's back. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great program. Sounds like I would love to do that uh, if I had a problem there. <laughs> and I love that accountability because, um, I don't know, there's like a tendency sometimes to go to a psychologist or an NLP coach or a hypnotherapist. Oh, he's going to fix me. And I just sit there and receive this miracle, you know, and actually it's up to us to actually take those 100%. steps. Like when I go to the gym, the coach will take me, you know, oh, 10, 10 repetitions, this weight, but then I have to go and lift the weight. <laughs> Otherwise... I will not become nice and buff, as you can see, you know, a lot of muscles here. For those who are on the podcast, not on the video, I was showing my uh -huh. huge muscles. Not. And uh, it, yeah, my flexors and my biceps don't exist yet. Uh, they're, they're here in my imagination so far. Visualize <laughs> first. And, you know, I can, yeah, I can do just visualization, can I? But um, it will work a lot better if I add to that the real weight and actually get on and get out and do the job. And and it's so great when you can rejoice with, with your client and see this huge improvement and the atmosphere gets better in the home, it gets better at work. It's just good for everyone. So, uh, yeah, I'm so glad we have this lovely interview because, you know, a lot of people need, need to hear that it is possible to feel better to, I'm not saying to be more relaxed, because that's a bit generic and kind of a bit um, not quite selective, but I would say more in, more in tune with who we really are mm -hmm. so we can follow the direction because we're all born with some kind of tendency to love it, have passion for something very specific. And when, we, when we're doing something that we really love like that, I think we're kind of shining more, we radiate more energy. We're more likely to be helpful to others because we are just happy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hope you agree. <laughs> you know, it's okay to have doubt. That's the thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a human emotion. But if it's running your life, it's a problem, right? If it's um, hindering your life, it's a big problem, right? And I, I, what I would say for people is even in entrepreneurship, you know, it's like we, you don't always know the next step. Right. And it can get overwhelming. So if you anchor yourself in your purpose and your why, then and being confident in that, that's all you really need. Be confident in that piece. Right. You know, you're meant to do the thing that you're doing um, or that you want to do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have started it. Right. And you're meant to impact those lives or make those kind of changes and being grounded and confident in that will help you with doubt, right? Every time you don't know the next step, you know your why, you know your purpose. So it's just about getting, you can get skills, you can learn knowledge to get the next step. If you lose your way, right, it can really just, if you forget your why and you lose your way, that's where doubt really gets loud. Right, we talk ourselves out of our dreams, right? And that's such a detriment. Like you're meant to change people, you're meant to impact people and your, your doubts are making you play a very small. Yeah. And sometimes the root is very far away in the childhood when Could we be. had a bigger 
bigger sibling that had more attention or my mom wasn't there or dad was too busy and we had to go back and say why why Annie had more attention than me I worked with plenty of those and you know Fabro Maelja and all sorts coming because when I was young I could never do this because my parents wouldn't and then my school the teacher the friend and my boyfriend uh, so it's always something there, you know, the skeleton in the cupboard that at some point has to come out. 100%. So we can be. Yep. 100%. We can't just look at the symptom, right, friends? We got to look at the root. We can't just look at the symptom. We got to look at the root. I agree 100%. Instead of uh, medicating ourselves with alcohol and whatever, it just doesn't work, <laughs> guys. It doesn't work. Maybe it will suit you for a minute and then you will have a sense of guilt and you go back and. You better go to the roots so with Dr. Nina, you can go. And we, we, we are going to put the links for all her website and special offers and everything uh, below under under this video, if you're watching this or under the podcast advertising. So you can always ask any question and Dr. Nina is always happy to answer I am. and to um, help, correct? I am. I actually gave a free resource in this too. There'll be a free resource that you can check out yes. for entrepreneur success. It is geared towards that. Um, so yeah, reach out. I have other ones too on my websites and stuff that you could link to. So I love to answer anything. Yes. And it's, it's good to have you. So thank you so much for coming to the show. Doctor. Thanks for having me. I, I truly appreciate it. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening and please, please, please click like, share with a friend. So we have more people that can be blessed by listening to the show and understanding more about how to create a life that you really deserve. So thank you so much and take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.